0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, what the defense has to do in the final six games to keep BYU competitive in every game. Blaine Fowler on the play of Christian Stewart, the defense, and the matchup with Nevada, plus a player live from practice, and it's a Logan takeover. Let's go. This is BYU Sports
1: Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan. It's BYU
0: Sports Nation, people. It's live on BYU Radio and BYU TV, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tuesday, October 14th, Jerem Jordan
2: and Brian Logan. What is good, my brother? I think it's b low today, maybe. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, wow. I got my b low shirt on, got my b low swag on. Have
0: that uh, sensor maybe. button ready to go. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we are, mo- we are one month. We are one month. One month from today, we are mon- one month away from BYU basketball season. Hoops, no- November fourteenth against Long Beach State. This announced yesterday, seven p.m. Eastern tip, five p.m. local tip. Friday night, it's going to be fun against. or sorry, yeah, Friday night against Long Beach State.
2: Did you Did you play basketball I'm, growing up? Um, I did play until I think sixth grade. That's when I stopped growing. How tall so, were you in sixth grade? I was. I was average. I was average height. You know, through elementary and mm-hmm. fifth and sixth grade, and then I went to you know seventh grade, junior high, and that summer everybody was like five inches taller, and I was like, "What in the world happened to everybody?" <laughs> They're like puberty, bro. Try it sometimes. It's so like, you, uh, oh, sorry. So you stopped playing basketball? Yeah, so I stopped playing. Do basketball. you like basketball? I do like basketball. Actually, I mean, I could play now. I could, I could, I could run with the best of them. I could dunk. That's how I got my scholarship to San Diego State. I dunked. No, you didn't. I dunked. This is a true story, Are man. Are you serious? I, you I, dunked? Are I, you dead serious? I'm, I'm dead serious. I dunked a basketball because they were concerned about my height, and they said— Real height is what? Real height. According to the NFL scouts, no five five and a half. Oh, five five and a half. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so why I say NFL okay. scouts because they take it real was, measurements. Yes, they actually, they actually subtract one, they make, you, they make you hold your feet together really close, subtract the inch. I, oh, it was so embarrassing when they called out <laughs> five five and a half. I was like, ah,
3: uh, yeah, no, were no. you
2: looking around like that was wasn't like, me? Oh, surely. I could dunk, I could dunk, man. I'm telling you, so I got my my Scully to San Diego State. I, can dunk. I can't you dunk anymore. You seriously dunked.
0: You're not kidding. I'm
2: not I'm not kidding. You were the BYU spud web. I am not kidding. You are the BYU spud web. Hey, I had the highest vertical on, on my uh, yeah. pro day. It was like, Clearly. 38 inches. Clearly. Yeah. That's amazing. You
0: and Taylor Sander hang out above the rim. <laughs> not right?
2: anymore. There are too many pursuits. I can't, I can't dunk.
0: <laughs> 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 well, join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. If you could dunk like Brian Logan, you're five 5'5". Five. Wow. Yes. Using yes. today's Twitter question, which is this. What does the BYU defense need to do to keep the Cougars in each of the six remaining games? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll get to those in a few minutes. BYU Sports Nation is simulcast in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Rise and shout! It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic 1. I still can't get over that you don't. Six, <laughs> six games in. Believe it. Six games to go for the BYU football team. The back half, lots of notable injuries and some on defense. Uh, BYU with Craig Bills ha- had a concussion. We'll see if he plays this week. Alani Fu an ankle. Great. I'll be shocked if Alani. he plays. It was it was a it was it was a bad ankle injury. Hopefully he can get ready for Boise State next Friday. Uh, Dallin Levitt with an ankle. Jordan Johnson broken arm. Jordan he's, he's out for the season. Who replaces these guys, and where do they need to improve? Let's tackle all of these questions right now. So six games left. The good news for BYU is they played a good game against UCF. I was encouraged, like we mentioned, Friday and Monday and now Tuesday. The also good news is there's not a Notre Dame or a Wisconsin on this schedule in the back half like last year. BYU can be, and in my opinion will be, competitive in each of the final six games. But the difference now, BYU could lean on Taysom Hill and company to win games. Yes. I think that now BYU leans more on the defense yes. to try and carry the load without Taysom Hill.
2: Fact and fact. So That's how it. does BYU do That's it? it? That's exactly right. Well, the, the first thing is to keep the momentum going from last week. They yes. they played really really well, and so if they do the same things that they did last week, they will put themselves in a in a, in a position where the offense and Christian Stewart can win the game. So what kinds of things did so, they do so last like, week? Let's, let's talk about that. Going into the game, we said, what do the DBs have to do? What does, what does the secondary have to do? Do not have dirty eyes, as Coach Howe said. No dirty eyes, meaning not looking at, back at the quarterback, not having your eyes in the backfield. They clean that up. You saw early in the game, Central Florida tried to test the corners, especially in particular Rob Daniel, uh, with a lot of double moves. And, and he came to play. His eyes were not dirty. Coach Howe. they were on the prize, which is, which were the receivers. And there wasn't a lot of balls thrown over their heads. There was only one pass that was over 20 yards. A
0: 37-yarder, the offside play that they, UCF got for a touchdown yep. on Michael Davis. That was it. One, right.
2: one play. Then we look at the second thing, which was the pass rush. Because if you rush the quarterback and put pressure on the quarterback, you'll give the DBs some help. And so that's exactly what happened. We saw new twists and stunts. From the, the from the outside linebackers, from uh, the nose guard, from the tackles, the inside linebackers putting pressure on the quarterback, hitting the quarterback, making it very very difficult for uh, Holman to be in a rhythm. And so those were the things that we wanted to see, and they did it. And that was positive. Sione Takitaki, two sacks. Who people people were
0: like, who who is huh? this guy? Which oh? by the way, I want to mention this. Mm? So we're watching in Studio C. This is Game Six, mind you, of yep. BYU football this season. Yep. There, I, I go to fall camp. I go to every available second that the media is allowed in there, and I yeah. watch everything I can and memorize everything I can and know all the players, whatever. So it comes in handy in a time like this, and it shouldn't in game six, <laughs> but it did. <laughs> there were several people during the game that looked up and someone made a play. I was one. I'm, I'm raising my hand right now. I'm, I'm not one. pointing you out, but I am pointing I was, you out now. I was one. Like Sione Takitaki comes in and makes a play, and people go, who is that?
2: What's that number? La- like it's yelled out, who is that? And I go, Sione Takitaki. Like again, who yeah. is that? Oh yeah, there, uh, I was I was some, uh, some some by some some other people. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to we don't want name names, but we were like, wait, who is that? Give me give number, me a roster. Number sixty, yeah, who I, that is? Go ask Jeremy. Everybody, ask Jeremy. Where's Jeremy? at? Sione only talking Number
0: sixty-two, Logan Taile was making some plays. Who is yeah. that? Uh, different guy stepped in and, and made plays. There, it, you shouldn't have that on defense where it's like, I
2: don't know who the guy right. is. I don't know who it is. That, 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 it's, one thing, it's one thing for us as, or as say us, but me as an analyst not to really know. Right? But that, I think that showed you how bad it is. Well,
0: there are two things to that. One is if you, if you have depth and you feel like you have twos that are as good as ones, you can rotate those guys right. in. There's more guys to know. right? right. Uh, like Taki Taki, I think he's played well. But it's game six, and there have been injuries. So right. guys have stepped in. But last year, it's, it was just very different with the linebackers. It was the stud four, right? Yep. Van Hadley, Unga, mm-hmm. and Van Ooy. No, did I say Van twice? Yep, yeah, you say Kyle. Wani? You said Wani? Wani? Yeah, Wani Unga, Alani Fua, Spencer Hadley, Kyle Van Ooy. Yep. You knew those four guys, right? This year, BYU's playing like 10 linebackers. So it's just different. Like 30. They've got some receivers it's, playing linebackers. It's just different. It's okay. <laughs> They're not doing that. But I get, I get your point. That's okay, but. There is something to continuity. So BYU, I think, has tightened the rotation a little bit due to some injuries and due to, hey, we're halfway in. Yep. And
2: now you know who the guys are. And, and, and what these guys have to do is play together uh, as a collective group. We, we, we said all year going into who is the, who is the biggest name? We were just saying, oh, Lonnie. Lonnie's going to step we up. He's going to be the new Kyle. We weren't sure. We weren't sure. And, then and we, now those the two main guys are injured, Fluah and Bills. Yep. And, and And they're gone. So what do you have to do? Who's going to step up? Well, you don't really need one particular person to step up. You have to step up all together. All 11 players need to do their job. Just like perfect tens when you have to hold each other's hand, walk up to the line, when Coach Minahal says down, put your hand to the ground and run a sprint 100% so you don't have to run it again. Same concept in the game. All 11 players have to do their job. And it ends up being all 16 or 18 players that BYU right, plays right. on the and, D. right. And, and, and the thing is this, in 2010 and, and, and 2009 was completely different for, for me as a defensive player. In 2009, we said, hey, we have Max, we have Harvey, that's we what have they, Dennis. That's what they said at the beginning of the year with Taysom. And, and, right, right, exactly. And I, and I said, you know what? All we have to do is just stop the other offense enough. They can score 21 points. That's fine. They can score 24 maybe. We know Max and Harvey and, and, and Dennis and those guys – we know that they're going to sc- score more than, than we give up, so we we were chill about it, right? In 2010, we were like, uh, rah, uh, R- R- um, Rally, yeah, we can't score. We can't, we can't let them score at all. We can't <laughs> let them score at all. Things maybe change. we said, hey, me, me, Andrew Rich, Brandon Bradley said, hey, maybe seven points and a field goal. Maybe, maybe that's it. That was the tougher. That, that, year. Was, that was it because because we knew. That offense couldn't score. We knew it. We, it. It was so bad. It was so bad at some points that the other defense was scoring from pick sixes and, and fumble recoveries and taking them back. So we were like, we got to score ourselves, and we can't let them score. And that's the same thing now yeah. with Taysom Hill being out. You, you, you have to stop the, the, the opposing offense as, as best as you can. You have to limit that. And I know the pillar is 24, but you, gotta go, you really have to hit that mark or go lower than that. Now, the bright side is what? The other defenses aren't going to be as great as Central Florida's defenses. Yeah, UCF
0: had a good defense. That's the good news. And, and we saw enough from BYU. They scored 24 in uh, regulation. They should have scored more. So maybe yep. the offense needs to amp it up to 30-plus, yep. and the defense keeps it at 24. New I'm not pillars. Sure. That would be the new pillars. And the way that BYU's defense has been playing has been so uncharacteristic of how the Cougars have played traditionally on defense, especially under Bronco Mendenhall, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 20. It's been 20 years. Uh, BYU's only given up 30-plus points three games in a row, three times the last 20 years. I'll say that again because that's a little confusing. It's been... It's been... uh, Twenty. I confuse myself on this. Only three <laughs> times in the last twenty years, BYU's given up thirty plus three games in a row. Does that even make sense? Yes, it makes okay, sense. Okay, good. I'm just what, not good at
2: math. So what
0: BYU has given up the last three games has been very rare, very rare for BYU to give up thirty plus. Yes. just three times in the last twenty years, three games in a row. I see the BYU defense playing better. I'm I'm not sure that uh, they're going to play better than say Connecticut and Texas, but because of the injuries. I think the last game meant a lot to that group of, yes, we can do it. We yeah. can force turnovers. The offense turn those into mm. points. a 21 nothing run.
2: Keyword, turnovers. Yes. BYU needs them. If they don't turn the ball over at least twice a game, they're going to be in trouble. That, that's, that's some of the things that they can improve on. You look at the stats. The, 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 this, the, this defense had six pass breakups. Only three were from the DBs. Interesting. The rest were from linebackers and defensive linemen. Hmm. And so you got to get more hands on balls, right? Because you look at you look at the overall yards, three hundred plus passing yards for Central Florida, and you say, well, only one was over thirty-seven yards on a kind of a A baloney, yeah, weird, weird penalty, right? And so how in the world do they score or or do they gain those many yards with the longest pass being thirty-seven? Well, not enough hands on the balls. Not enough pass breakups. You're allowing these receivers to catch ten yards and eight yards uh, down the field, which can rack up, as you saw. And so you got to get more hands on the ball, and then turnovers. You know, Rob Daniel had two interceptions that he dropped, and you 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 think about you look at the points that that BYU scored off of turnovers, which I think was 14. Right? What if they would have scored? Fourteen more points off of those two interceptions that he dropped. So or even, or even uh, two field goals. Field goals. Right, BYU the right. Game. right, exactly. Uh, and, and so it, it, it it's it's always important. Look, 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 look. It's always important. It's always a point of emphasis to get to get turnovers, right? Strip the ball, get interceptions, but you have to do it. That much more. It almost has to be a priority. I will die if I don't get a turnover. If I don't get an interception, <laughs> I will die. If Rob Daniel, if you drop another interception, do 10 push-ups on the field. Only 10? He's going to have to do a roll. You do it, on the, you do it in practice. You got to do it on the field. I did that one time in, in junior college. Yeah. Joe Sampson will tell you this. And when one person dropped an interception, the whole defense and the coach, our defensive coordinator and DB coach, linebacker coach, D line coach would all drop down and do 10. And we did it in a game after I dropped the pick. In they, a game? And they threw a flag on us. <laughs> <laughs> they threw a flag on us. They're like, you guys are showboating. I'm like, I dropped the pick. What are you talking about? I ref? am punished. What are you talking about?
0: Wow. I was just too buff. That's why that Yeah, I penalized was twice. Yeah. And yeah. that is the ultimate penal- penalty. You're too buff. Too buff. Like Tunic right. Canute. Yeah. She had the greatest injury of all time. Tore a pec muscle lifting, lifting too much went. weight last Who does year. Does that?
2: How does the B- muscle
0: milk. So how does the BYU defense get better? They continue to do what they do against, did against UCF, force turnovers, and then the offense, I think, should take confidence in yep. what they did against UCF. Yes. Today's Twitter question, what does the BYU defense need to do to keep the Cougars in each of the six remaining games? Let's go to the Twitter machine.
1: It's Twitter time.
0: Keep these coming using the hashtag BYUSN, at Ryan Lewis Cooper. More unpredictability with blitzes, better tackling, stop flying past ball carriers, and more Taki Taki and Warner. It was a freshman yes. coming out party. Yes. A- and if Alani Fua can't play,
2: Fred Warner, please stand up. Yes. Step up, stand up, step up, put some extra socks in your shoes, look big, <laughs> run around. Is that tackles. what he's doing?
0: Is that shoe stuffing? Drink some more muscle milk. At Foof's Chili Plate, full of, always full of snark. Move Kafusi back to defensive line so he isn't wasting reps in coverage. I wonder at I what agree. point, uh, if if BYU's thought about this, if this is in a discussion where do you have someone better uh, behind Bronson Kafusi? Do you feel like your defensive line is good enough and you want to have Kafusi on the field? Yep. Uh, th- there, those are all sorts of questions. That is one thought in BYU portation. Yeah, yeah, what do you do
2: with Kofusi? It goes back to high school. You want to put your best players on the field at all times. If that means you have to in move. In the best positions. In the best positions. But if you have to move some people around in order for that to happen where a guy like Bronson is out of position, then that's what you do. That's what you gotta do. But has it worked? That exactly. Has it worked? I, I don't I think, don't think that it's really worked to the degree they wanted. I don't think so either. You could you could pull a guy like like Michael Lisa, you could put him at, at the wheel spot, uh, linebacker spot. Uh, I like uh, Harvey and, and how Harvey he was, Lange. Harvey Lange, how he was flying around, even though he made a little bit of mistakes. I like yeah. how he was flying around, you could put him at the wheel uh, linebacker spot. There's options. There's options for them. Lots of options. We'll go over
0: that in a moment as we go live to football practice coming up on BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan hanging out on Tuesday, October 14th, one month before Hoops' regular season starts. By the way, follow the show on Twitter, at BYU Sports Nation. Should mention, there are two exhibition games uh, on BYU TV, November 1st, against the Colorado School of Mines. Huh? I've said that several times around this building, and people are like, School of Mimes? What? Mimes? Should, How are they like, going to do it? No! Say mind? No, Mines.
2: Mines, Mines like your mind? <laughs> and,
0: then, and then November uh, 8th, uh, Seattle Pacific.
2: Is that like a D2 school? Probably. Mines? D3? It's probably like th- D3, right?
0: BYU actually played in the same conference as the Colorado School of Mines, like back in the 30s. Can you go lower than D3. No, I think is the answer. Oh, JC. Oh, JC. Uh, oh, JC. <laughs> Not to mention, Boom Shakalaka this Friday. Boom. Uh, live on BYU TV from the Smith Fieldhouse. It's going to be great. Hey, coming up tonight on BYU TV, after further review, 8 Eastern Time, Brian Logan will be on that program. Yes. Blaine Fowler, David Nixon, David McCann, one of the best hours on television tonight on BYU TV. It's going to be great. Our Twitter question is, what does the BYU defense need to do to keep the Cougars? In each of the six remaining games, keep your tweets coming using the hashtag BYUSN, and let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At H 88 tackle. So many missed tackles, instances of not wrapping up, and bad positioning, giving away first downs. What yes. Did, what did you yes, see against yes. UCF along a lot, those lines?
2: Yeah, a lot of, a lot of missed tackles. It's... It's hard when you are facing injuries, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And you come off a a physical game like Utah State, you lose some prominent players, obviously. And so it's very hard for the coaching staff to decide, okay, do we want to limit the physical play, you know, during practice this week? Because we don't want other guys to get hurt. And so – that's something that, that you kind of have to juggle as a coach. You know, do we, do we want them to stay brushed up on their skills and put them in full pads and tackle, or do we want to not have any more injuries? Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. But the players really have to focus that much more, you know, on the small fundamentals if their coach isn't going to, you know, really, really, uh, you know, emphasize it. So it's, it's, it's tough. I'd rather have missed, rather have missed tackles and guys flying around. Right, uh, you know, having having a you know a, a opponent, maybe get an extra one yard, two yard, three yards here and there, then have three or four other guys injured. But that's just me, though.
0: Yeah, you you don't want injuries at all, I, I, absolutely. Especially they, in practice. Yeah, we're talking about practice. That'd be horrible. Practice, at young Tim thirty two. They must get in the backfield and apply some pressure. QBs have had time to eat a sandwich, sandwich, then throw.
2: They had time think, to get mustard, lettuce. Ketchup and then eat the sandwich. That's how much time. That, that's how, much, that's how much time they had.
0: But the pass rush was better against UCF. They forced. They forced a couple sacks. Travis Loma, by the way, three tackles for loss. Trab did. He, really he good. had a good game on the D line. I like Logan. But, Logan Tyler. I can't say the last names, so I'm just gonna say Logan. <laughs> <laughs> like Ethan. Money. 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 Right. For Ethan. Money. Money. Same Money. Thing. At Kurt the Hurt 78. Can't let opponents go over the top of the long ball. BYU can stop the run. In only one game did I feel like BYU allowed. Uh, balls over the top, and that was Utah State. Yeah, yeah, me That's too. the only game. Virginia, BYU gives up a ton of passing yards, but it wasn't over the top. No. Same with UCF. There was, there
2: was you know, there was a big shot here, a big shot there. Maybe we can go back and look at the stats a 40, 40 yarder, a 30 yarder here, but you don't, you, you can't go back and see a 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. Like Utah State. That will State. never
0: happen against BYU's defense. No, no, no. The no, bend no. don't
2: break. Whether you
0: don't – and that's the part that people need to understand is the bend part is we're going to allow some stuff in front of us. Yeah. We're going to be stout and run defense, force the third and long, and hope we get out on that.
2: Yeah. The concept, the concept is keep everything in front of you and then rally to it. So if I'm a DB, you wonder why DBs play eight yards off. Well, okay, first of all – That's a question yeah. that a lot of people
0: right now are like, yes, Brian, well, tell me well, why. Well, first They play of all, 10 or 15 yards off sometimes. Stop,
2: stop your cars. Turn up the – mute! stop what you're doing. Turn up the radio because I'm going to answer the question. The reason— I'm so excited the, the first, right now. <laughs> the first thing is you have a linebacker underneath you. It's, it's called cut coverage, right? So the linebacker is literally cutting underneath the receiver's route. So anything short, like a curl, a slant, and out, that is the linebacker's job. The corner's job is to get anything deep. So if I know that I have— Deep being how many yards? Deep deep being probably you want to start at eight. You start at eight yards. Eight plus? Eight, yeah, eight plus, based off your speed and the speed of the receiver, right? Meaning, and so I'm going to cover a post, I'm going to cover a fade, any double move, anything past 10, 15 yards I'm going, to, I'm going to really cover. And so why in the world would I scoot up when I know my man, my linebacker, is going to be taking that coverage, helping me underneath? Second of all, the, the philosophy and the scheme is, let's, I'll let this guy catch a five-yard or a three-yard slant route. Because I know I have my goons from any and every my which way goons. gonna gonna help tackle. I already have my linebacker the hockey enforcer. <laughs> I, <already laughs> <That's laughs> I already have good. my linebacker cutting to that to that area. Anyway, I should have an I should have a safety there, and then I have me there. So as you can see, there should always be three to four guys rallying just off of the the philosophy and the scheme rallying to make that tackle. So he'll catch it at three yards. He may turn it up, get one extra yards. But I'm willing to give up. A three-four yard pass play than a seventy-yard bomb, and that's why you don't see some BYU corners
0: in press. That's exactly why. Listen, I, I'll just I'll just say it. That's it's tough to guard man to man in pre- BYU, for one thing. BYU is more of a zone defense. Yeah, all the way down the field. If you want occasional bombs over the top, press a guy man to man on oh, an yes, island. Yes, yes, right.
2: Oh yeah, exactly. Want something that is. Really interesting, though, and I believe this just from seeing these guys and looking at their their movement and, and their hips and their feet and their and how physical these guys want to be and how aggressive Secondary they are. Secondary coach Brian yes. Logan has put his coaching hat and, on. And, right and, now. and How aggressive they are! I really believe that these guys should play more man. Interesting. I, I think Why? These, I think these are man. They, they can, can handle it. They can. They're, they're physical enough, right? They're they're big enough and strong enough and they're fast enough. So if they do get beat off the line, they can recover. You guys have like you got guys like Mike, Michael Davis and Rob Daniels that are speedsters. But then you see how aggressive they are they were in, in in last game and a couple other games. They always were getting beat with double moves. Well, that's just a sign of aggression, right? How aggressive I, I, I are you? Uh, and and you look at some of their technique as a DB as a DB. You look at some of their technique. Their 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 their, fo- their focus is. As as far as as hips and and getting hands on receivers, that looks more they, they look more comfortable in a man type of a technique hmm. where they're not really focused on anything else but but the man. Now they got in trouble with 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 zone techniques, right? As far as looking back at the quarterback, but that's when you that's 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 some that's somewhat of an issue you have when you have a man corner and you try to teach them to play to play zone. It's a lot harder to do that. It's much easier to take a zone corner. And help the, and teach them how to play man coverage. Now, the, the, the tricky part is this. That's just not the defense. It's not a man defense. It's just Brunca not. Bronco Mendenhall's defense is not Yeah, It's, it's, it's not that. And it's, it's proven to be good. Yeah, exactly. And, and They so, have struggled this year, however. And so the, the, it really takes – you really have to go – now we're going really deep.
0: Really, really deep.
2: You really have to, to – when you recruit these guys, these corners – Especially from the JC rings, you have to you have to recruit more zone corners instead of man coverage. What's, what's the difference in type of corner? So you have a zone corner, and then you have a man a man corner, right? A a a man corner is going to be like just what the fans want up on the line of scrimmage, in your face, bump and run coverage, and and they're sticking you know they're white on rice with the receiver. Mm. The receiver goes to the bathroom, flush the toilet for him. That's what that's a man <laughs> corner. A zone corner is I'm gonna I'm gonna That's I'm going probably an honor code violer. That you're actually yeah. you're right. And 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 you have no help. You have no help at all. It's man on man. That's your responsibility. For a zone corner, I have help. I got my bros, my buds, my dudes. You know, from the linebacker taking your underneath goons, my goons. Linebacker helping me underneath. I got my safety helping me to the left or the right, you know, based off of where I'm playing. And then I got me and myself over top. So I should, in the zone, I should have two to three guys helping me every single time. My focus is not on the receiver. It's on the big picture. So I need to see everything. In a man, my eyes are just on the receiver. That's it. In the zone, I need to see the quarterback. I need to see the the, the receiver in front of me. I need to see the receiver uh, and on the side of him. I need to see the back out the backfield because I'm responsible for certain areas instead of just a man. I'm glad you finally answered the question
0: that has been out there for a long time of why the BYU DBs play so far off the line in certain situations. That is, that is why. Coach Logan is in the house. Well, I try. That's, I try. I try. They pay if they paid me. <laughs> you <laughs> paid me. You get a tweet like after every game about, it. hey, you're coach. At Joe Z. Elisa. I believe this is Michael Elisa's brother. D has to be disciplined, hold the edge, cover gaps, stay on top, keep the play in front, fundamentals win games. And then he continues. After fundamentals are covered, don't miss a handful of opportunities you're given to be heroic. Love it. Like the Rob Daniel plays you were talking about. Yes. Right there, great position, finish the play.
2: That I mean that 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 beginning part, uh, stay in gap, stay disciplined, focus on your technique. That's the philosophy of the bend, don't break. So, right? so have they not been uh, solid in that? Is that
0: why thirty plus is happening right that, now? That games? is
2: why La- last this last game was the first time they've been solid in a, in a while. Texas, they were solid, and it was twenty four in regulation. We should right. say that it became thirty one. Right, days. exactly. right. Yeah. And, and that's and they were right on the pillar. mark
0: of where you want to be. Yeah, exactly, They, uh, they, they, they hit their under. pillar,
2: and and that's what you and that's and that's why this this the philosophy and the defense works so well. Is because we're not going to beat you with talent, we're going to beat you with with our play we're going to, we're going to beat you with our knowledge of what you are doing, we're going to know what you're doing before you do it, and we're going to focus on our technique you know there's there's been so many teams so many so many teams that I've played on with corners that were just not athletic. when we play pickup and or flag football or basketball, they get chosen last <laughs> because they're just not athletic <laughs> but they have six or seven interceptions. Because of that technique. The technique makes up so much for your talent. But when you have technique and talent, like a guy like Ziggy, Kyle. Oh, oh, oh man. Makes you look man. good.
0: Get drafted. More on uh, of that from Brian Logan and Blaine Fowler coming into studio next. Plus, we'll go to BYU football practice later on. How has Christian Stewart done? Last, the former backup quarterback, Blaine Fowler. This is BYU Sports Nation.
2: I'm Jamal Williams, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU TV and BYU Radio.
0: Jamal, hopefully we'll be back this week with the ankle injury. Uh, just played the one play, and then he was out the rest of the way, and BYU leaned Sports. on Algernon Brown and uh, Paula Asique. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Jerome Jordan and b in the house. Yes, sir. Coming up uh, this Friday night, 9 Eastern time, boom shakalaka. Live on BYU TV, it's an uh, all-star weekend. Kind of deal with BYU men and women's hoops. Uh, dunk contest, three point shootout, skills competition. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to dunk, s- man. I'm going to I'm going
2: to enter. I'm going to enter. Can, you can't dunk <laughs> now, can you? Only, I can dunk a tennis ball. That's pretty good. Because <laughs> I, I can't get, I can't get for, above like for five, three other inches. For five, anymore. five and a
0: half, that's unbelievable.
2: Seriously, that's, that's amazing. I can, I can do it, man. You're the BYU Spud Web. You I, really are. I, you know how much money I won? Hey, I could bet you and that. That's probably bad. This is before I signed the Honor <laughs> Code, people. But I'm just saying, you know how much money I won? You know how, many, how much food and gusters and fruit snacks I went. I could dunk a boy. Yeah, I think at BYU it. you can bet uh,
0: anything but money and you're probably okay. I was good. You
2: bet ice cream. You're like oh it yeah, was it was good. ice cream and, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know JC guys we struggle so it was hey let me get that couple I bet you that couple noodles right there. <laughs> cup of noodles. <laughs> I saw someone yesterday in Salt Lake
0: driving. It's a stick shift with a cup of noodles.
2: Ooh that's I talent. Going. That's, that's pretty talent good. right yeah. there with stick shift.
0: Let's bring in uh, Blaine Fowler, the former BYU quarterback, BYU TV analyst. Uh, you can watch he and Brian and David and Dave tonight on After Further Review. First question is this: I want to, and I want to ask the audience this: uh, Which which guy to my left is showing off the guns the best? Brian's got a good show off the gun shirt on. Blaine Blaine wears a shirt that is covers his arms oh, a little more. Yeah, you don't got the. But Blaine has been Ooh. working out hard in in season, not just that. off season.
2: Look at that. This, this is impressive. a gun show. We're going. We're this, going for it. Man.
0: I might leave. I'm embarrassed right now. That's impressive right there. I did lift yesterday, but I have nothing like that with you guys. <laughs> oh,
1: man. It's 6 o'clock this morning. I was in the gym.
0: Like, so, like some of the freshmen on the BYU football I'm, Yes. I'm
2: struggling. I haven't lifted in like three weeks, man. I can't believe that with those arms. I can't. I can, I, I'm telling you. Ask my wife. I haven't been to the gym. At all. It's been so sad.
0: BYU, uh, the defense, Blaine, we've been talking a lot about it. Uh, what BYU has to do to stay competitive in the final six games. The good news is BYU showed well against UCF, and there's not a
1: world-beater on this schedule left. BYU's defense probably has a good chance to keep BYU in these games. And I think UCF finally has gotten into a rhythm offensively. The problem is, is BYU plays Utah State, who comes into that game... And their offense had been struggling. But they've been struggling because they had no identity. They they were trying to play Chucky Keaton, but Chucky wasn't Chucky. They were trying to tailor an offense to to a skill set that wasn't there anymore and confidence that wasn't there anymore. And And then all of a sudden, Utah State comes in there and they play great against BYU. Well, that's because they made a quarterback change and because they were comfortable and they had an identity. And look what they did this last week. They look good. And so now they they get UCF, who comes in. Their numbers don't look great. Uh, But I really felt like UCF was starting to get going and get on a roll um offensively coming into that game, then they come and they play well and everybody's going, Well, what's wrong with BYU? These are teams that aren't good on offense and they look great mm-hmm. against BYU. You watch, UCF will be they'll be very sound offensively the rest of the season. Um And I I think it's really difficult when you go into a game and you you already have a Dallin Levitt missing defensively who is a great run stopper and flies to the football, runs the alley as well as anybody does in that secondary. You already know you're missing him, but you're planning on Craig Bills being a settling force on the defense and he goes out with a concussion. And and you lose um, Jordan Johnson um, to a broken arm Early in the game, you know, you're already reeling from not having Taysom Hill. Um, You plan offensively to go in there and pound the ball to Jamal Williams and you lose him in the first series. You lose Craig. You you already have Alani Fu out. And so I, I think the fact that they. Kind of wore stagnant for a period of time, and then found themselves in that game and came back and got that thing into overtime and had a chance to win is really remarkable oh, when yeah. you think about it. And so I think they learned a lot of things about toughness and those kinds of things in that ball game. And I think that they're going to be better moving forward. And they're going to get you know they're going to get Alani back. They're going to get Dallin Levitt back. I hope they're going to get Craig Bills back. Have we heard anything this week? We on haven't Craig? heard yet. No. And and the, and the worry about Craig is is as his brother in law Dave Nixon told us when we were all here together watching the game. He's had multiple concussions, and so that's the thing you worry that's about. The way he plays, and yeah, and he and he comes up and smacks people. Oh yeah, that, that's what happens. He'll, and so he'll lay it. So I that would be a devastating loss to lose Craig for an extended period of time, and that would hurt this defense. But I think getting Dallin back, and I think getting Alani back, and you know that will help. That will help that defense. And and I I think this is <laughs> here's the bad thing. This is a Nevada offense that wasn't really hitting on all cylinders early in the season. Yep. And then all of a sudden they're starting to score it's big starting points starting again. It's like, oh in no, Cody Fajardo is. A, you know, they're all of a sudden they're looking good. They, you know, they put up forty-six against Boise State. Mm-hmm. They lost, but they put up forty-six. They gave up fifty-one. Um, you know, Colorado State's a really good football team this five year. Five and one right now. Yeah, and so number three in the it, top it's five. Pro- it's people. probably the best Colorado State team I've seen in probably eight or ten years. And yeah. so, and so, Colorado State is improved, and they, and they scored twenty-four on Colorado State. Of course, they give up thirty-one, um, and and this is a team that fought Arizona tooth and nail. You know, they lost thirty-five twenty-eight to Arizona. Those are their three losses. Those are three pretty pretty good football teams, yeah. Yeah. and they put points up on all those teams. So the offense is better. I still think Nevada's defense is suspect. Yeah. So so the offense needs to help BYU's defense out a little bit. We mm-hmm. we know that this is a Nevada offense that's getting some confidence. He, he played the other way around. Yeah,
0: we've been yeah. talking about how we the defense needs to help the offense, yeah. but I think there's something to that. I, I, is, I think that, I like
1: that. that this is a confident Nevada offense coming in, but a defense that isn't quite sure of themselves. And so I think BYU's defense um, is going to get tested. And I think BYU's offense needs to come in with a mindset, hey, this Nevada defense hasn't stopped anybody. Let's put some points on the board and take the pressure off of this defense. That's, that's what I. Was, that's, yeah. that's a
2: great point because as a, as a defensive player – if if I if we can't stop an offense, if if they're just rolling 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 but our offense isn't isn't doing the same thing, if they're going three and out they're not scoring. Pretty soon we're like you know, the morale, the confidence goes down. We're like, oh man, man we, we got
1: we can't ha- we can't, can't make a mistake. We yeah, yeah, we can't. That's, you know, that's bad. And, Do anything. and so Nevada, so listen to this number. 462 yards. That's how much they give up per game. That's 103rd in the country in total Ooh. defense. No <laughs> There's only 125 teams, guys. <laughs> they're 103rd in the nation in total defense. So, and, and in scoring defense, they're they're a little bit better. They're 26.5. That's not bad. You know, BYU has that pillar of 24. Yeah. So so they've managed points, but they've given up a lot of yards this season. And so, offense versus offense. Yeah. Now, that's what everyone wants to watch. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and here's what I don't understand. You, 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 you want to talk about an aberration game. Nevada goes um and plays Washington state who just plays crazy video game football on offense yeah. and they beat him and hold him to 13 I don't get that cuz I yeah. I watched that game it was weird I watched Connor Holiday all season long. He's mm-hmm. one of the premier quarterbacks in the country. He's throwing BBs all over the field. Right. So I have no idea how that happened. But outside of that game, and that was a pass-only team, they've really struggled, and they've struggled to defend the run. And, and I think if you have a, a healthy Jamal Williams, and I think that with Jamal out – Algie and Paul stepped up big time yeah. and became Huge. physical in the run game. I think BYU pounds the rock. I think they play action pass. I think there's big plays to be had over the top against Nevada. And I think BYU's offense can do a lot to help this defense out against a multifaceted pistol offense. Putting the pressure on the offense. Which I, which
0: I think is okay. Ooh. Blaine Fowler joins us on BYU Love Sports it. Nation.
1: I think you're right. BYU
0: discovered something, and I mentioned this Friday, that I think it's, it's a little bit like 2010. You, you had the offense designed one way, and then you realize, you know what? Maybe our personnel is not suited to do that as much now. BYU's strength is those running backs. Yep. So, use the running backs. It became Brian Korea, J.J. Luigi. It wasn't sexy. It wasn't flashy nope. like BYU thought Jake Heaps to Ross Apple and Cody Hoffman was going to be. But it became a season in which Brian Logan, that team... Uh, went from one and four to seven and six and won a bowl
1: game. Does BYU pound the rock now? You think they'll do yeah, that? Yeah, and I and I think they can. I, I think that they showed that they could do that. Central Florida is a good defensive yeah, football team, yeah, really especially against the run. And you know, I thought a game-changing play was that play where where Algie goes around the corner, yes. and just rocks. Um, it was Jordan goes the yeah, right, just right over man the top to man right there, yeah. and then, eye <laughs> to eye. Who's going to bring it? And then, then and then <laughs> that same drive, policy just trucks their safety. Safety. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of a sudden the physical nature of that game changed. It's like it clicked in BYU's yeah. mind like wait, that's our strength. Wait, yeah. we're good. Hey let's we go do let's this. go smack these guys in yeah, the mouth. Right. We can do that. I think the level of the line play jumped a notch. When that happened, and, and you know what, dominating on the line of scrimmage—part of it's physical. I mean, it's mm-hmm. obviously you got to have the strength and the size to be able to play physical, but a big part of it is the mental edge, where you just have that attitude—you're that you're just going to go out and you're going to dominate and smack people. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought when when those two plays occurred, that everybody's level stepped up a notch, especially on the offensive line. They started to knock people off the football. Even the water boys got juiced. You could yeah, even Hey, see. Bobby Moushey Ma- was over on the side. <laughs> and, and going crazy. And Manasseh and Manasseh Tonga—he went. I mean, Manasseh, if, went Manasseh gets excited. Right, You know it's now big you know right? it's because big. that guy trucked a lot of people in his life, Everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> he yes. trucked a lot of people, and he got pumped up, and and, and that whole sideline lifted. Now, you, you had hoped that they could sustain it you yeah. know, all the way to the end of the game, and that was tough, but with the just rash of injuries, that was a tough game mentally for BYU, and I think we're going to see a better team this week, and there's not a team on the schedule left that BYU can't beat.
0: Yeah, that, that's the good news to me uh, is that BYU can Compete and win every game left on the schedule. Absolutely. Yesterday we talked about uh, you know, what's BYU's record going to be in the back six. and 6-0, 5-1, 4-2. I thought 4-2 and was conservative because there's three games BYU will win. Middle Tennessee, UNLV, Savannah State. So what do they do in those yeah, other three? State is
1: not – they're just – They're not bad. Horrible. They're, they're horrible. the worst. They're struggling. Man, you can, that could be – In their division, that they're could struggling. A, that could be right. a bye week for a BYU. There's yeah. injuries. So – I might throw for 400 yards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. From you, the booth. You ate those games up back From the, the booth, I might throw for 400. <laughs> so what – to you, what's BYU's record going to be in the, in the back six? What do you think? I – I would not be surprised if they went undefeated the rest of the way. I wouldn't. Mm. Um, I said five and one. Spencer and and, and I thought two. that they could go into. Undefe- I thought that they could beat Central Florida. Yeah. And everybody said no, yes. no, no. And you know, the, the, bar, Hill, they barring a, barring a uh, um, a ridiculous holding call in the end zone and overtime, they get mm. into a second overtime, and who knows? So they right. were that close. And I thought that that was the most difficult one left on yeah. the schedule for them because it was on the road. On the on the road. On the East Coast, big travel. Good um, coming back Thursday. first, first start for Christian Stewart. All the injuries going into it defensively with Levitt and Fu out. I thought going into that, this is the toughest game they have left. Yes. If they can win this one, then I was really confident. So, would I be surprised if they went in six and zero? Oh? No, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, five and one is probably a good yeah. a good bet. Oh, we don't bet. Mm-mm. No, Is only, it good ice cream? Only for, only cream for idea. Five Yeah, Five yeah. and one's probably a good idea. Um, but 6-0 and oh will not surprise me. They're, they're capable of winning every game the rest of the way. And, and they've got to have that physical, nasty mindset. And and I think that offensively, now that Robert and I had a game under his belt to call plays for Christian Stewart, he has a better understanding of what his strengths are mm-hmm. yeah. and what, where to put him in situations to win. And so I think that we'll see Robert adjust this week. And and be better at at managing the game for Christian. I think Christian's going to be a lot more comfortable. We're not going to have a quarter of them just trying to figure out what in the world they're doing, because that's what the first quarter quarter,
0: was. They had two yards in the first quarter. That's what they're just trying to figure out. Two yards? What
1: what can we do with this guy? Mm -hmm. What can the defense do without all the guys? The the first quarter was a— Hey, let's figure this thing out, Quarter. Test, well, they don't, they don't need that now. Now they yep. now they got to figure it out. So this is going to be a better team moving forward. And six and zero is not out of the question. Five and zero is very realistic. I think. 5-1. I think
2: defensively, they, Coach Howe has to do the same thing, given the injuries and That's a great and, point. And, and 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 okay. Now I got to know how 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 these new guys are. Right. I mean, I, I, great thing is I got to see them in real time, real action, and not just in practice like I've been seeing for these last couple months. But I can see. What they've done, where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. And then, now you have to kind of taper or cater. Taper?
1: Taper. Do it all. Yeah.
2: Taters. And, and, and be, be, be very custom to your play calling to fit your strengths of, the, of your new guys. Yeah, he might go, hey,
1: you know, Harvey, J- I brought him off the edge a couple of times. He's not that good at that. Right. Mm-hmm. Or he may be great at that. You know right. what? We need to do that more. That's something I did. you know. Now we saw him in a game. He's, he's really good. Or, hey, you know what? His man coverage in nickel was better than I thought it was going to be. We yeah. can do that a little bit more so we mm-hmm. can bring some other guys. So, so, Nick also has things on film now where he can go back and say, Hey, that you know, things look yeah. pretty good. I, th- I think we can do these it things. Is- I'll have a better idea now.
0: And let's bring in uh, one of the, the starting field corner for BYU Michael Davis, uh, live after practice. Michael, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? We're you doing, doing just
3: t- tired over here. We're doing well. You're tired? Yeah, he's really tired. How practice go? It's pretty hard. It's pretty good. Uh, we fixed some things that we need to fix, and everything's looking good so far.
0: We were just talking about the performance that you guys put up against UCF. Encouraged, despite injuries, played a solid game against the Knights. Now you prepare for Nevada. What are some of those things that you've uh, tried to fix in practice?
3: Uh, it's just execution. It's, when it comes down to it, it's all about execution. Like we, The defense, the Coach Allen knows that as a defense as a whole, we're able to do anything we can do. But it's just that when we don't execute... All the teams are able to run on us pass the ball on us and it's just lack of communication with,
0: with some of the injuries has the defense been tailored to this group of guys or is it the same defense
3: it's still the same defense you know we're still try hard we're still working very hard as it is you know even though Craig Craig was out you know uh down was out we're still we're still grinding you know
0: how does the defense change uh, uh without maybe Craig Bills we'll see if he plays uh Saturday but how how does the defense adjust uh without Craig Bills
3: uh you know it just it's a lot harder as it is, but then he just he just requires us to just try a lot harder than usual
2: hey mike the the first couple of games you guys looked really good as as a secondary uh it looks like you guys were executing at a at a higher level uh than these last few games uh with with the exception of of Central Ford you guys really really had a good turnaround What do you think the differences were? Uh, for these the first couple of games of the season, compared to these last couple of games where you guys have have struggled as a as a secondary,
3: it's really like a lack of communication. You know, mm. that's the biggest thing right there. Like we're not communicating all across the board, or all across the field, and then then that shows on film. It shows on on the field.
2: So so when so I'm, I'm kind of break this down for the fans. So the the free safety or the cat safety uh, usually makes a play call, and then based off of that call. You, uh, the, the linebackers and, and the corners then can 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 know what route they're or, or excuse me know what coverage they're they're in you know their assignments and and if that isn't come through clearly you guys are kind of just floating there not really knowing what's going on.
3: Oh you know usually as you know, Coach Hall wants all the defense to call the play. So like usually the free safety would call the plays, but he also wants the corners and the outside backers and the middle linebackers to call the formations and all the plays.
1: You know, you know, Mike, going into last week's game. Nick Howell talked a lot about dirty eyes and felt like the game before there was too much looking back in the backfield and having eyes in places where they weren't supposed to be. That seemed much improved against Central Florida. As you guys had a chance to look at the film, was it improved and was Coach Howell happy um, with the cleanup? I guess we put some visine in those dirty (laughs) eyes. Did it it look that way on film? Uh, Yeah, you know, we we improved in our eyes and
3: everything, but Coach Howell was still mad that we still had – Dirty know, on the field. Like we were still looking in the backfield when we were supposed to. But we improved, though.
0: Michael Davis is on BYU Sports Nation uh, right after practice. I know the, la- the last three games you guys have given up 30-plus. The goal is under 24. What's the conversation like uh, with the defense as you try and hold Nevada to less than 24 this Saturday? Uh,
3: you know, it's all about just run defense. Like I said, as, as long as you play a great run defense, then we're able to play great pass defense. That's when it all comes down to it.
0: What kind of uh what kind of blow was it to lose
3: Jordan Johnson to a broken arm? it was devastating, you know, like I was I wasn't expecting that, you know, but hopefully JJ can come back for another year and just hope to see him next year.
0: That would be like the ninth year for Jordan Johnson. Yeah, it feels he, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's starting gray hair. All, all indications hair. are that his career is over, but um, I'm sure they'll try and apply for something and see what they get. Yeah, yeah.
2: hopefully they can they can get that. Mike, we had, we had talked earlier uh, today just about the scheme and, and differences between a zone corner and a and a man uh, corner. What would you like to play? Obviously, we, we know you guys are in a zone scheme, but if you could choose, what would you rather play, man or zone? Uh, a man. I'd rather much play man. Why, why, would, why, why would you play man over, over zone?
3: Because I feel like, you know, like working at Robertson Daniel and all that, I just I feel like at the line I'm able to control more of the receiver, more of the route, than if I were to play off man. You know what I'm saying? Right, gotcha. Yep. So. And, let's,
0: and let's finish with this, Mike. We've asked you this before, but uh, of the guys that are healthy, who's the fastest guy on the team?
3: <laughs> no, 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 know you know. what I mean, it should be me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Of course, That's right. You better say you. Who's, who's second? <laughs> uh, sure Jason. Taysom. quite an athlete, you know. He's he's right up there. What about what about uh, Devon Blackman? Devon Blackman, he's fast. He's 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 fast. That's, That's, the, the, fast race. To That's he's the race. Warm,
2: I want to see. see
1: Devon and see, Mike see, in a race. I want to see
2: Rob, Rob, you, Rob, and 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 Devon in a race. Who, That'd be who, great. Uh, who wins? Who, no, no. Who wins? But I know you're gonna say you.
3: So who wins? <laughs> but who wins between Devon and Rob? I uh, you know it's hard to say. You know what I mean? Because like Devon, I mean, like is quick. You know, and then uh, Rob has that top end speed. So it'll be, and I, and I just want—I just want
1: to throw Tijon Coroma in just for fun, just for fun to see how badly he gets beat down. That's all, just to see how badly he gets beat down. Tijon's gonna beat you down. But then, but then here's the thing: after the race, he gets to punch anybody he wants in the face, and he's
0: gonna punch
3: you, Blaine. Yeah, he will show up.
0: Michael Davis, we appreciate the time. Good luck this Saturday against oh, Nevada. You. Tijon Karoma. What in the world?
1: You <laughs> oh. lose, I just want to you see some to, I punch. I want to see see, but at the end, he gets to choose whoever he wants to punch. And then let's see <laughs> who wins, right? That, that would be fun. Quo- Quotation is fun.
0: Go ahead and win. Blaine, we appreciate the time. We'll check you out on After Further Review tonight.
1: All right, guys. See ya. Blaine will you. Yes, yes.
0: Uncle B. Coming up, more of your tweets. Use the hashtag BYUSN. And we are locking the doors so that Tijon Karoma does not come in here and nope. punch anybody. Mm. This is BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Listen, people, if you want to go to school and you want to learn something for free, watch after further review tonight, 8 Eastern time, Brian Logan, David Nixon, Blaine Fowler, Dave McCann, digital telestration, they'll break down the UCF game, look ahead to Nevada, it's going to be awesome tonight. Get educated on football. Our Twitter question tonight, or today, whatever, it's it's game day, game night. I'm in game mode for Saturday. Game day's every day. That's right. Except for Sunday. What does the BYU defense <laughs> need to do to keep the Cougars in each of the six remaining games at G. Hansen 25? Bronco needs to get more involved with the D, especially the play calling. I say wait on that. It's early. Yeah. Just a, just a tad bit. Just a tad bit early. It's not 2010 with Jaime Hill. BYU's not 1-4. Four. They're 4-2. Four nope. Let's wait it out a little bit. Coming up, who gets the rise and shout? Plus your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation. It's a Logan Takeover. BYU. He hasn't come out, luckily. (laughs) Not yet, no. BYU Sports Nation is presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Jerem Jordan and Brian Logan wrapping things up on a Tuesday. By the way, the Boise State BYU game next Friday, 9 Eastern time on ESPN. That announced uh, yesterday. Nice. Not to mention the uh, Big D, Dan 11. Appreciate this. The BYU-Utah State basketball game. That at 9 Eastern time in the Spectrum on December 2nd. So thanks for the heads up on that. Future guests uh, this week include Michael Elisa and Bronco Mendenhall, a part of BYU Football All-Access. Today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. Rise and Shout goes to Alexa Gray and Ashley Hatch of Volleyball and Soccer. They both won WCC Player of the Week. Nice. Something about that karma. Just, just saying. Number 9 Something women's volleyball it. and number 23, probably higher later, today for soccer. They're killing it. It's real. They really are. It's, it's real. real. Thanks to Blaine Fowler, Michael Davis, and everyone on our crew. Brian Logan for the Logan Takeover. Nicely yes. done. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. The show's on demand it's on BYU Sports Karma is real. And BYU TV.org slash DVR. Shout out to Corby Eason. BYU Sports Nation back at it tomorrow noon Eastern
1: time. I'm not throwing anything. No softballs. B-Lo, our shoes. b didn't come and hang out, man. <laughs>